1: 20 minutes a day, 365 days a year. This is the Pack-A-Day Podcast. Welcome back to the Sunday edition of the Pack-A-Day Podcast, the, our first postseason podcast of the Packers postseason anyway. Uh, now let's see what we're going to call this championship game Sunday, and I'm Mark echo I'm joined by Gage Bridgeford, and unfortunately, Gage, we don't have a Packer game to talk about today, but we do have two games that should be pretty good. The AFC Championship game starts uh, this afternoon, 3 o'clock Eastern, Kansas City and Cincinnati, and then the NFC Championship game between two California teams as the Rams host the 49ers. So, first I'll ask you... Um, your 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 immediate thoughts on on both games? Uh,
2: I think Chiefs and Rams both win. Uh, I, <laughs> I I think Chiefs are the it, it, in the Chiefs game. I'm going with the more experienced team, the better coach, and the better quarterback. Rams game, I'm going with better quarterback and in my opinion, better coach. Uh, that's that's ultimately like how I broke this game down in it, from a gambling perspective this week. I just I think that the the Ram. I think they're that's just I'm picking the two best teams to win. It's not. It's not the sexy pick. It's not fun. It's not exciting. It's not even funny from the standpoint of if San Francisco beats L.A., L.A. has no one to blame but themselves because they let San Francisco in because yeah. they couldn't hold a 17-point lead. But I just – I sit here and I watch these games, that I, or I'm getting ready to watch these games today, and I think that they're going to be – I think they're both going to be good games. I hope they're good games, I, but I know they're not going to live up to last week, which is the thing that kind of sucks because that <laughs> – Divisional round was just fantastic. And outside of like the bang, the the Bengals Titans game, which was just ugly, but no, the Packers game wasn't pretty. Packers game wasn't pretty, but it's more just like I at least had an, a rooting interest right. in that game. It's the uh, but it's the uh, the the Bengals Titans game was just gross. You had right. three picks from uh, from Tannehill. Uh, Joe Burrow was sacked nine times on the day, and just. So hopefully, I, I just think, I hope we get two good games this week. Yeah, I mean, it is amazing that
1: all four games last weekend all went down to the final play. I mean, that's, I don't, that's, I mean, how many games over the course of a year could, you know, come down to the final play? And, you know, all four did. All, and and you can make the argument that the four teams who lost last weekend could have very easily have won. I mean, Great. We we went over. I'm not even going to bring up the Packer game. We went. We've gone over that over and over again. But obviously, the Packers could have won that game with take one. You know, any one of them hundred plays away, and they win that game. If Tennessee kicks an extra point instead of going for two, they have the lead and the ball to something to go where they're they're not throwing it. So if Tannehill doesn't get intercepted. They could just run the clock. You know, or at least run the clock down. Um, the the ramp. I mean, can't I guess. The, the, Tampa, you know they they usually when you make that incredible of a comeback, you win. Um, they didn't. The Rams, Rams answered, um, and then Kansas City, Buffalo. That was just crazy. Thirteen seconds. I mean, that's just crazy. I, been, as tough a loss as, as the Packers had, and as much angst as, as I have had all all week, I can't imagine being a poor Bills fan. I just that's that's got to be. Thir- I mean, thirteen seconds, and you and you come back. And it's a great game. You know, I, that's amazing. That that was just amazing to me.
2: It was absolutely um, tough to see. Like I, I felt so bad for Bills fans because as soon as Green Bay lost, I was like, all right, I'm a Bills fan. And then <laughs> that, and then I was like, that's the way they lose. You have got to be kidding me. Yeah,
1: and it, and it brings up the whole overtime. You know, should they change the overtime rule for the playoffs? And, yeah, and they They, should. Should. they, should, they should, should change they should. the it's overtime rule in general. Especially uh, yeah. for the playoffs, but yeah, more so in the playoffs. I mean, I don't know, I don't know how you change it, but you've got to do. I mean, I never really thought much of it until that until that game, really, because I mean, it's if, if you compare it to like baseball, that'd be like going to extra innings, and you score in the top of the ten, and I don't get a chance to bat in the bottom of the ten because you scored. I mean, it's just that, that would be un, 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 unheard of, right? So. Yeah,
2: Josh Allen goes 27 for 37, 329 yards, four touchdowns, 11 carries for 68 yards. And he left with a loss because a piece of metal landed the wrong way. Yeah. And that's, that's like, at the end of the day, that's all it comes down to. You can look at a guy who put up a stat line. I'm sure that if I go back and I look throughout history, the history of the NFL, the amount of guys that threw four touchdowns, ran for over 50 yards, and didn't throw any interceptions, and lost the game? Probably not a very long list.
1: No. No, I wouldn't think there'd be many names on that. Although, I mean, you say he lost because of the flip coin, which he did, but he lost because his defense couldn't stop a team from getting in field goal range with 13 seconds to go. So that's that's what I mean, the Bills fans can complain all they want about the, the heads and tails. They had 13 seconds. They had 13 seconds to stop a team from going 40 yards, and they couldn't do it. So that's, I mean, that yeah, that's that's the bottom line, really. I mean, so I'll, I'll take my chances almost every time. I'll get, you know, I'll start every game with me up by three, and you have the ball with thirteen seconds to go at your own twenty-five. I'll start every, I'll, I'll play every game that that way. I'm going to win ninety-nine out of a hundred. That was a hundred.
2: Yep, that was, yep it, anyway. yeah, it's, it's not going so, to be the exception of the rule, last year. So
1: we 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 both agree on the that the favorites win today. But let's. Let's let's break down the the, the, the games a little bit. Let's let's the first game, the the AFC Championship. Yeah, I agree with you, Kansas City. Mahomes. I mean, I love Joe Burrow, but right now Patrick Mahomes, you know, more experienced still. Still the the better quarterback. Andy Reid's been through these games a lot. This is all new. I mean, it's easy to say, and I think we're both saying that the the Bengals are happy to be there, right? I mean, they, they've gone from a team that went four eleven to one last year to the AFC Championship game. That's they could lose fifty to nothing, and it was still a great year for the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, but sometimes, when that team is loose like that, you never know what might what can happen. I mean, I, I saw a headline. I I didn't read the story. There was a headline in, in in a Cincinnati paper that said the Bengals are too dumb to know that they that they're not supposed to be here.
2: Yeah, like the, it's the classic of the like you don't belong, but. Don't tell them that because they, right. they absolutely do. And you know what? I mean, it's working for them. They're, like they're like if they're winning, there's no – they're winning, they're confident, they're enjoying themselves. They're playing with house money at this point because every single week everyone thinks, oh, there's no way they can keep the run going. Them and San Francisco are in the same boat of don't tell them that they're not supposed to be here because as far as they're concerned, they are supposed to be here. Now, the Bengals did beat the Chiefs. I guess the next to last week of the season. Yeah, they beat him in Week 17, and they did it at home. Home. After That that was the Jamar Chase game where he had like 266 yards on like 11 catches. Also, really quick, I did a quick search. In the history of the NFL, there has been three times ever where a quarterback has thrown for at least 325 yards, four or more touchdowns, and no interceptions, and his team lost the game. The previous two were Alex Smith. Wow! In, oh, oh, and 50 plus rushing yards. Alex Smith, when he lost to Kansas or when he lost to Indy, 44 to 45 in uh, January 4, 2014, and then Alex Smith, uh, December 3, 2017, against the Jets when they lost 38-31. Uh, yeah, and then there was one other one where a guy had 325 or more, but he also, but it was Deshaun Watson I mean, who threw three interceptions in the game. Right. So the only time it's ever so it's Josh Allen, yeah, Alex Smith. You could have had me guess all day, and I'm yep. not sure i it yeah, yeah, so he had 366 and 378, <laughs> four touchdowns in both games. Uh, and then he had. Both for Kansas City, or was one with San Francisco? Both for Kansas City. Both he had Kansas one State. carry for 70 yards in the Jets game and eight carries for 57 yards in the game against the Colts. Well, the Colts was that epic comeback by the Colts in that game, right? Um, that was the playoff game, I believe, right? Yes,
1: yeah, because yeah. the Colts yeah. were
2: down at the half, thirty-one to ten, yep. and came back to win forty-five to forty-four. I remember. I remember watching that game. That was, yeah. I, that was the game before the gate. Before the what game? The Gate game, where the Colts the next oh, game just, played and lost, oh, got beat right, by the Patriots. Right, yep, that, the was, that was that was the whole Patriots that, was, that got was blown out by the Patriots. Yep, yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, just yeah. To, to like, I just wanted to look that up because I was like, I'm curious how often this happens. Yeah, Josh Allen's game was. That's a great trivia question. now.
1: Who's the only other quarterback?
2: To Seven four more it's touchdowns, finish twenty-five to more it. yards and fifty or more rushing yards and lose the game. Alex yeah. Smith is the only one he did it twice. So that was that's a little bit of a fun trivia thing. Yeah, side no, side I, I'm excited about this week's game because it is, or this, this week's games, just they're they're four fun teams. Like, outside of San Francisco. Yeah, it's San Francisco. But I, but I like watching D-Ball. They're, they're old school. These guys are fun. Which I don't mind.
1: But Cincinnati, let me just say this about Cincinnati. They're not going away. This team's, they've arrived. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are going to be around. I mean, they're, that's, and, and Lazor. I mean, Chase is a superstar. There's they're already, he's a rookie, he's a superstar. But T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd aren't bad either. And Joe Mixon isn't a bad back. They they get a little, I and mean, I'm sure they're going to spend their offseason season, you know, signing and drafting offensive linemen because that's that's their glaring. Like you said, they gave up nine sacks last week. I mean, they, they can't let Burrow get get sacked eight nine times a game every you know all the time. So, fix that offensive line a little bit. Maybe add another piece on on defense. This Bengal team, <laughs> it's 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 going to be here for a while. Whether no matter what happens later today, this Bengal team is a team that's going to be. Be around for a while, and and I and here's a little note for you. So Zach, Zach Taylor is head coach of Bengals. This is his third year, and he's been now he he will be in he 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 will have been in more conference championship games in just his third year than his father-in-law Mike Sherman went to in his entire career.
2: Sherman never made a championship game.
1: Nope, that's why he's the worst coach in, in my lifetime. That's incredible. All that talent he had, he never got to a championship game. Always lost in the divisional room.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
2: That I honestly had no idea about that. Like, obviously, I'm a I'm a little younger, but I I honestly had no idea that Green Bay never, never even you. made one nope. under Sherman.
1: Nope, lost to lost everybody, lost to whoever he played.
2: And he, he was old. he was there for one, two, three, four, five, six years. Yep,
1: six years never got to a championship
2: game. And then was well, he was head coach somewhere else too? Didn't he go somewhere else after that? Uh, I feel like did he coach in Miami at one so. point? Yeah, he did. Didn't he? No, nope, he only no. only was ever a head coach in Green Bay. So, so Texas AM. That's where he went. Gotcha. gotcha. He was he was an O C in Houston for a year and then in Miami for two years, but he was never a head coach again.
1: Well he was O C in Seattle when the Packers hired him, right?
2: Yeah. Yep. You know, Seattle O. C. and then head coach for six years in Green Bay. O. C. for Houston in two thousand seven and then Miami in twenty thirteen and twenty twelve. Uh but yeah, never was the head coach in the NFL again. And for right and rightfully so. Um Anyway, that was my little shot at Mike
1: Sherman for the week. That his son-in-law has um, already sur- surpassed him. So, um, let, let's talk more about the about the NFC game. Two teams. Well, the Packers played all four of these teams. They went three and one during the regular season against these four teams, and then they lost to San Francisco in the playoffs. So, we've seen all we've seen these teams up close playing, to playing the Packers this this year. Um, Rams and 49ers. Now, we, and again, we we both. Like the Rams in this game, but there is the fact that the 49ers have beaten the Rams six straight times. And, uh, I'm going with the law of averages. Now, other people might t- might say, no, the Niners just know how to beat the Rams. It- it's um, they-, they they have their their number, so to speak." But you don't you don't think that you think the Rams win the game?
2: No, I'm going. It- it ultimately, it comes down to better coach, and I think that the same coaches would ever last six times. I don't care. I think Sean yeah. McVay is the better coach and i think that he is going to pull out all the stops. i also think that it comes down to i think shanahan and the 49ers. i think that they're just going to run out of they're going to run out of the juice. i think that every team every year does this. there's always it always seems like there's at least one magical run team and i think that the 49ers i think their run's going to run out because you got to remember that they more or less needed to win out over the final like month they've more or less had to just win out over the last month and a half or so because at one point in the year they were four and five. Or wait, no, they were three and five after a loss to the Cardinals in week nine. And then since then they have gone let's see, they've won another nine games and lost two so they've gone nine and two since losing to the Cardinals, seventeen to thirty one. And that was the Drew Stanton or that was the I believe the Drew Stanton game, right? Or is that is that who is that who the quarterback was? They filled in for Baker. No, it was Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy. So that was the Colt McCoy game where they lost 30, yeah, 31 to seventeen. They got blown out. And then since then, they have just they've just been winning. They blew out the Rams. Blew out the Jaguars. Uh, skated away with a win over Minnesota. Got beat by Seattle. They won in overtime against Cincinnati. They beat the Falcons pretty soundly. They lost to the Titans on Thursday Night Football. They blew out the Texans, and then they came back to beat the Rams in overtime in the final game of the season. And then they beat Dallas after the DAC issue, and they beat Green Bay by the skin of their teeth with 212 yards of total offense and a couple of questionable fumble calls that we're not going to get into here. Their offense was minus 11.56 points last week. So their expected points was like 2 if you factor in so their defense 4.75, special teams 9.07, mm-hmm. so it's a little over, that's about just under 14, minus 11 and a half. they expected points for like two to three. Per this is using so, Pro Football references. Yeah, that's, so what it sure I is. think I think their luck is going to run out, and I just think that McVay and the Rams offense is too explosive. That even though the defense is good for San Francisco, I don't think that they're good enough. And I think Jimmy G is going to make that mistake that makes everyone in the offseason be like, oh, okay, you definitely got to move on from now. It's train time.
1: You're, and I, you know what? I I I agree with almost everything that that you said. I mean, plus and add this into it too. I, and I know it's not a long trip from San Francisco down to Los Angeles. Obviously, you're staying in in states, you know, a couple hours hour plane ride. But this, this is their fourth straight road game, and I think and, and I believe their fifth in six weeks. I mean, they yep. they won. They expl- they won yep. They won in LA the last game of the season. Then they had, then they went to Dallas and won. They went to Green Bay and, won. and give them all, hey, listen, give them credit. That's hard to do. That's hard to go to win in LA in Dallas and in Green Bay three straight weeks. That's not an easy task. Um, but now they got go on the road again. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think their their little run here um, come you know comes to And I I, I I also think the the Rams have the most. I mean Green Bay's up there too, but. The, the, the talent wise, the Rams are really good. I mean, you know, they—if if you look at them, both sides of the ball, they, there's a, there's a lot of star quality players on that on that team, and, and they went for it. I mean, what everyone to saying about going all in, nobody went all in like the Rams. I mean, they 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 haven't had a first round pick in a couple of years. You're not going to have a first round pick for another couple of years because they went they went and got Jalen Ramsey. They went and got. Von Miller, they have a second and third round pick for Von Miller. They went and got Matthew Stafford. You know, then they signed o- Odell. It didn't, didn't cost them anything draft wise, but they went out and got got him. Um, am I forgetting anybody else that they went out and got? Uh,
2: I'm there. Let's see. So they have Donald. They have Von Miller. Leonard Floyd was the guy that they got. They, they signed Jeffrey right. So I mean, uh, Taylor Rapp was a draft pick. They have Andrew Whitworth is a guy that they got. Uh, cut. Odell, they had Robert Woods was a guy that they had right, brought onto it. the right. roster. They traded for Sony Michelle in the off season. Oh, yeah. him one. They they did nothing but Go add to it. this roster. There are a lot of draft, there are a lot of drafted guys on here, but it's like you look at this group. And I was talking to someone the other day, and they were, and he was talking about like, oh well, they they show that like draft picks just don't matter. And I was like, no 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 no, no. they show that like if you can nail your late draft picks, right this strategy works. If you don't, which they have done very well on their late draft picks, you got Van Jefferson in the second round who you traded up for, it, which allowed you to release Deshaun Jackson, who he was on the team earlier in the year and they released him because Van Jefferson was able to take his role. You showed that Andrew Whitworth is like 40-some years old and he's still playing at a high level. He was fourth That's among right. all all tackles this year for, for pro football focus. You nail your middle round picks with uh, Austin Corbett and your uh, and Al in the center, I can't remember his first name off the top of my head. Rob Havenstein at right tackle. They showed that picks don't matter at the top if you can nail those late picks, which they've done, which is why the strategy works.
1: And what else? You know, what else they've done? And I wonder if they win the Super Bowl this year. And we we both think they're they're getting there. So once they once you get there, anything can happen. If they win it, well, other teams because this is a copycat league now, right? The NFL is a great copycat league. Will they? Net, will other teams start thinking? Hmm. Maybe that's what we need to do. We, we'll 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 start trading picks for established players. You know, we'll go out and get a Jalen Ramsey. We'll go out and get a um, trade for a quarterback. We'll go out and trade for whatever we need. You know, because you know most teams right now, and the Packers are the, are the kings of this. Although under Gooden, because a little different than Ted Thompson, but they're the, under Ted Thompson for years. The Packers were the draft and develop. They don't, they don't, they barely, they tiptoed in free agency here and there, not much at all. Rarely made a major trade for a guy. Could, they were always always rumored to be doing something, but never did it.
2: Um, yeah, they were and, always and in they, on everybody, but they never they actually never, got anybody. And, and
1: not only, I think teams used them. I think agents would just use the Packers. They drive the price up from other teams. but um, But, you know, they were very, and it worked. For the, I mean, you know, they won a the Super Bowl, and they they're been very, you know, they make the playoffs most years. Um, and I, I think a lot of teams start copying their style of that's what we're going to do. We're going to yeah, we're not going to waste money on because let's be honest, I would think the the success rate on signing big name free agents it's probably 50-50. for every, for every free agent that you sign, it turns out to be a good move. There's that guy that you gave a bunch of money to turns who, who's a complete bust. So it works both ways. Um, but I think a lot of teams start d- going more toward that Packers style of draft and and developed. Um, so let's, I'm, I'm just curious to see. if – That's why I'm, I'm I'll, I'll be honest with the four teams. Well, I, I'd love to see Cincinnati, but I don't think that's a possibility. But so if the four teams, I'm, I'm rooting for the Rams. I want the Rams to beat the 49ers, and I'll probably root for them to beat Kansas City in the Super Bowl as, as well.
3: The new year is a great time to focus on what's important to you. Whether it's saving money by ordering less takeout, learning to cook, or prioritizing your wellness, HelloFresh is here to help you with endless options to make cooking at home simple and enjoyable. Personally, I'm really trying to work on my weight this year, and when I found out that HelloFresh delivers pre-portioned ingredients right to my door, including farm-fresh produce that arrives within a week, I was all in. Skip the trips to the grocery store, saving you long wait times and ensuring you don't waste your money on excess food, and sign up for HelloFresh instead. HelloFresh has helped me eat fresher food with better portion control and has helped me live a healthier lifestyle. I highly recommend the teriyaki chicken tenders, by the way. So go to HelloFresh.com slash 16 and use code PacketA16 for up to 16 free meals and 3 free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash Packaday16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Remember to use code Packaday16. That's HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Support for the Packaday podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off in free worldwide shipping with code PACKADAY at manscaped.com. Friends, inside this package, you're going to find their Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a Travel Bag to Hold Your Goodies. And let me tell you a bit more about this Lawnmower 4.0. This fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, sort of important, thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is also waterproof and has a 400K LED spotlight you need for a more precise shave. Right now you can get twenty percent off in free shipping with the code packaday at manscaped.com. That's twenty percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com using code packaday. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped.
2: Yeah, no, I I would like to say that I don't want to root for the Rams because they like they bought it they bought a championship or whatever, but at the end of the day, it's all about winning a championship. And if that means that you traded a bunch of draft picks to do it, you signed yes. every free agent you could find, so be it. Who cares? You won. You won. 31 other teams didn't, and no one else can make the claim that you can, which is that you won the Super Bowl. And it doesn't matter how you got there, you got there. So.
1: Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I, you say they bought it, but they, they did what they felt. I mean, a lot, of t- a lot of, when they were making these trades, a lot of people were saying, "What are they doing,
2: trading all these picks?" Well, they were going for it. They well, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not disparaging them for like I mean, not buying a championship. I'm like you. Like if you win it, you win it. Who cares and how they, you got there? And they still had to stay under the cap, doing it. you? You know, I mean, it's not like they're over the cap.
1: So, and and to be perfectly honest, and, and I, I know Packers fans might not like this statement I'm going to make, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing Matthew Stafford win a Super Bowl. The guy, the guy had a. You know the guy's played a long time. He's paid his dues on a lot of bad teams in in Detroit. Eh, why not?
2: Like I think of the guys that could leave the division and Packer fans would root like against him actively. I don't think Matthew Stafford is one of those guys. Yeah, I,
1: mean, I don't. I, I I don't.
2: I mean, but the Lions. I, I don't like the Bears. I really don't like the Vikings.
1: The Lions. I just they're, they're just they're just the team in the division. I mean, I don't play I don't.
2: Actually, I do root for them four times a year when they play the Bears and the Vikings. So like the Lions are the the Lions, I feel like are the least toxic fan base yes. of the other ones because the Vikings like they still root for like Aaron Rodgers to get hurt That's and they still right. celebrate the Anthony Barr tackle when he broke his collarbone. Bears fans, for the most part, I think Bears fans kind of have the mutual respect, but they can still get a little toxic. And they last week they were more excited about Green Bay losing right. than their own team actually being in the playoffs. And, but the Lions, I feel like, even if their fans don't like Green Bay fans, they they generally just try. They they don't seem. I don't mind them as much. I think that Probably. I can get by with them. So yeah, I don't. I don't mind like because I mean the poor. I mean God, thank God
1: I'm not. A, I mean think about it. If, being a Lions fan, you've never even been to a Super Bowl.
2: Never Stafford seen. only ever made one Pro Bowl during his entire time in Detroit. But, think about that. Somebody had a pretty good point today I, I read on social media. I don't know
1: if it was Facebook or Twitter, one of them. If Brady retires, which it sounds like he's, he's going to, and Rodgers isn't in Green Bay next year. He's, in, he's either he retires or he goes to Denver or somewhere in the, in the AFC. Is Matthew Stafford the best
2: quarterback in the NFC? I, well, I mean, that's, that makes me chuckle because I saw somebody say the same thing the other day okay. about Kirk Cousins. Um, Stafford's better than Cousins. I don't know if okay, so let's I mean let's run through it real quick. So you got Dak in yes. Dallas, uh Jalen Hurts, no. No, whoever no, the Washington no, quarterback no. is, no. Daniel Jones, no. Kirk Field, no. Jared Goof, uh Bray and then uh Brady retires so no. Okay. Jameis no, Matt Ryan, not at this point anymore, whoever's in Carolina, no. Stafford, Tyler. Jimmy G and Russ. I don't think Russ anymore. You could argue Russ, but I don't think anymore either. I would personally put Dak above Russ, to be honest with you. Really? Okay. I, 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 I think Dak that Dak or? gives your team a better chance to win right now than Russ does. Uh, I don't know because just Russ over the last year and a half, like the first he's half. 34. was 34. Mean, let's be honest. He's, but, he's I mean, Dak returns 34 in February. What's your point? Oh, wow. Okay. Never mind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm still about Dak also Russ. has been
2: in the league longer than Russ has. Well, would would you put Russ out of Stafford? Probably not, no. I would probably go so Dak, Dak and Stafford, at, Stafford are probably one, my top Stafford two. Too. Yeah, that's probably I, – I, and I think you're splitting Harris, really. I think that – I think if you put Dak in the L.A. system, I think he would play just as well as Stafford. And I think if you put Stafford in Dallas, I think he would probably play just as well there. So I think that those two are – But be it's ten- so amazing that, that that's – that's, that's, that's a another, realistic possibility, absolutely. And this is a story for another
1: day, another topic. Why are all the good young quarterbacks in the AFC?
2: Because the AFC has been bad, so their teams are consistently drafting near the top?
1: Well, the NFC, had, they just missed. Well, you that's know, true. Like, they, they missed. The, like, the Eagles missed on Carson Wentz. The, the, the uh, Rams missed on Jared Goff. The, the Giants missed on Daniel Jones. Washington missed on, on Haskins. Carolina misses on everybody.
2: <laughs> I mean,
1: the yeah, they didn't even miss on choice.
2: Teddy. Teddy was fine. They just mm-hmm. thought that they could upgrade from him, and they were I mean, wrong. I mean, but Darnold, who stinks. Um, I'm
1: just saying. I mean, it's, it's amazing though that Burrow, Herbert, Mahomes, Allen, and then even the unproven ones yet. But you know, Mac Jones and 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 the kid with the Jets, I think uh, Wilson put, and, and then um, Trevor, Lawrence. And Trevor Lawrence. I mean, the three of them. I'm, not, I'm ready. I'm not ready to put them in, but they're highly. Regarded. So, you know, they haven't done anything yet to say that they're not going to be good, you know. So, I mean, it's amazing. All the good young quarterbacks are in it. The only good young quarterback in the NFC is Murray. And we don't know about him because, he, you know, I don't know how long he's going to last. Jordan Love, I'm going to let, let's end it on, on this. I'm going to say something. Jordan Love has a chance to be one of the best quarterbacks in the in the NFC if he's starting next year. That's a fair statement. I. Has a chance. I'm not saying he will be. he will have a chance. But that, I think that's with that fair. That offense and, and, and that system with, with with his coaching staff. You know,
2: he has a chance. He has a chance to be one of the best quarterbacks. The best has a chance to be the best young quarterback in in the NFC. That that that's I think that's absolutely fair because we've seen flashes of Jordan Love, and I think that if he is the full time starter, just if you like, if we see if we see what else he can do. There is a very, I think there's a very high ceiling there, which we all know, and it's a very cliche way to talk about just athletic quarterbacks with a good arm is to say, oh, well they have a high ceiling, but he does. He has a high ceiling of yeah. when he's playing well, and like he, like he can make some very impressive throws. It's just a matter of him putting it all together and becoming, and like any young quarterback, becoming consistent, doing it, you know, not and eliminating the mistakes. Yeah, so we'll just have to see what he uh, we'll have to see what he ends up doing, or if Rogers comes back, if he's if he gets traded or whatever, and we'll just. But that is, as you said, that's a story for another day. Do you want to give a uh, final score predictions out and then get out of here? Oh, final score predictions! Wow. Um, okay, I guess we should,
1: we should do that. All right, I'm going to take Kansas City, 31-24. <laughs> 31-24 Kansas City. So I'm putting it right on the line too. Now I think the Rams win. Easier than a lot of people do. I'm I'm gonna
2: say Rams twenty seven seventeen. Okay. I like both of those. I'm gonna go a little higher on the Rams one though. I'm gonna go Rams 30. I'm gonna go Rams thirty one San Francisco 17. I like that score there. A couple of touchdowns and a field goal. But I think that the Rams can get one more touchdown out of the game. And then on the Chiefs side of things, I think that game's going to be close. I think it's going to be somewhere in the range of like 35-31. I think that the Chiefs just in the red zone. They're super efficient. They are creative down in that area, as we saw a couple weeks ago with the Travis Kelsey touchdown. And uh, we got big guys scoring. So I, think that that, so I think that they're just a little more creative down there, and I think ultimately it comes down to just your better quarterback is a little more efficient in the red zone than uh, Joe Burrow is, and I think that that might cost them just like settling for a field goal once, which obviously, as we all know, you can't settle for field goals against the Chiefs, and I think that Zach Taylor might do that once, and I think it might come back to bite him at the end of the game. All right. So what uh
1: what do you have going, going on now? you you get Denver Nuggets stuff, right?
2: Yep, yeah, still doing Denver Nuggets stuff uh over for com. I did a piece, I had a piece come out on Friday uh talking about some different duos for Denver that I think need more minutes this year just uh over some other groups that have been getting probably let's just put it nicely and say too high minutes despite being bad. I'll, and I plan on picking up some, uh, some more work for Rotoballer or Dynasty Nerds now that uh, I've had a couple of weeks off of writing fantasy stuff for them, just uh, starting to get into draft coverage and stuff like that. What about you?
1: Um, I'll have a story up Monday on Packer, Re- Packer Report on the Packers' um, free agents, both restricted and unrestricted, exclusive rights, uh, who might stay and who might go. I give a little opinion on each guy and why I think that. So that will be up uh, Monday morning. Look for that. And then um, as the offseason goes on, I'll be doing more stuff for Packer Report as well. So, all
2: right, Gage, do
1: you want to do the sign off?
2: Yeah, I'll go ahead and I'll sign off. Uh, We might might see some changes here in the next few weeks, but for now, enjoy the offseason, everybody. Stay warm. I know that uh, down here in Indiana, it's a whopping 19 degrees out right now, which is a lot better than it was this morning when it was zero degrees when I left. Uh, my house, so uh, everybody stay warm, stay safe out there, always carry the G, and go, pack, go.